This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. And happy birthday, Scott. Thank you. Scott's turning the big two six. <laughs> yep. Something like that. One day, I, I, I can buy my, I can rent a car now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Still yeah. can't run for president. Still can't run for president. Yeah, that's true. That's sad. <laughs> All right, this week we're going to be talking about Ocean's Eleven, the 2001 version, not the Rat Pack version. Uh, oh. Starring pretty much everyone in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and George... there's even cameos There's even cameos from famous producers. <laughs> yes. We've got George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Julia Roberts, a bunch of other people. Those are the, the main stars there, I guess. Um, directed by Soderbergh. And yep. I said I had IMDb up, but I have no idea where that window went. So that's as far as I'm going to go. <laughs> Damn you, Windows Emmy. Uh, 2001. I can't believe how long ago. I feel like I just watched this. I was just I was just thinking about that. Yeah. The movie came out 16 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Looks I mean, the Cloon. Yeah, I mean they were they were stars. Like Matt Damon was still kind of an up and comer at that point. I would think. Um, I th- I think he'd already was well past Goodwill Hunting, so he's pretty established at this point. Didn't he do one Born before this? Uh, I think Born came after this. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, he got top billing with Clooney, Pitt, and Garcia and Roberts. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Garcia. Yeah, yeah, but, Robert Garcia. But back then, you would have <laughs> no, to say he Gar- was second tier to, like, Julia Roberts and Clooney and Pitt, I would think. Uh, with Pitt. I, 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 I never can quite pick the moment when Clooney became an A-lister. Roseanne. I think maybe Three Kings. Oh, you know, I think you're right. Or Well, or, that's before this, then. Did yeah. Out of Sight come before or after this, too? I don't know what Out of Sight is. That was a... Uh, oh, it yeah, Soder- yeah, that's right. It was Soderbergh, George Clooney, and Jay. No, it was it was before this. So I okay. think it was Three Kings and Out of Sight, and then like this, uh, while he, he while he was still doing ER. You're forgetting the best movie of all, from Dust oh, Till Dawn. Okay. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, that's the one. Uh, I, I forgot about uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. That's a really good oh, one. There you go. But that one's after. That one's way after this. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. let us not forget about the peacemaker. <laughs> let let us forget about the peacemaker. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. I know that rom com with um, uh, Catwoman. Yes. <laughs> yeah, one fine day. One fine day. There you go. Shell Fiverr. Thank you. There it is. He also played the the doctor in South Park. I was gonna say Andy R. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I guess. Wait, did he play the dog in in South Park? On the on the in the, the TV show, yeah, yeah, on the, on the yeah, on the TV oh. episode. 
All right. So we've digressed. Um, yeah, we've we were digressing enough. And well, Scott or Alex picked two Stallone movies in a row. I think I picked two Brad Pitt movies in a row with Fight Club and this. So a little homo stuff going on here between me and Alex. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, between our movie picks, not between Jeff and I personally. Eh, we're hey. just friends. <laughs> with benefits. Rambo, Rambo. <laughs> Podcast benefits. The Rambo are, Rambo movies are no way homoerotic. Oh, not at all. Not not even the slightest. <laughs> all right, so let's do our. Remember, we're down to uh, we've combined our two lists into one list with seven. Um, since this is my topic, I'll go first. And uh, I'm, this is the, the really the only thing I found wrong with this movie, and it's not even in this movie. It's the fact that it spawned two pretty shitty sequels. And it's like, okay, we talked about how everyone famous is in this movie. And then the next time they're like, you know what? Everyone's famous. We're famous and everyone loves us. So we can just pretty much do anything we want on camera and people will go watch us. And that is Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's Twelve. When Julia Jeff, Roberts plays Julia I, Roberts. I, I disagree with them being shitty. It's hard to argue with the <laughs> let's just go somewhere exotic or let's go to europe and film and people will still watch it's kind of hard to argue with that logic but it, but i still think that uh the the second movie is really good and the third movie is still fun if not uh, as good as the first two yeah i like the first the ocean's third and, and maybe the third one has its moments yeah, I'll, I'll, the third one's better than the second one but they don't I, compare I, to I, this i disagree true i disagree all right well we add Bruce Willis and Julia Roberts plays Julia Roberts because her actress because the character looks like Julia Roberts is some of the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. So that just makes this movie it hurts it a little bit. It's kind of like the Matrix sequels hurting the Matrix. I try to keep them away, but can't do it. Not gonna do it. <laughs> Not gonna do it. So that's my number seven. The fact that this spawned two pretty terrible sequels, in my opinion, apparently. Um. Alex. Number seven is... My number seven is... Uh, the whole thing with Tess and Danny Ocean trying to get her back and stuff kind of seemed like a little bit like a side quest. And then... <laughs> you, you, didn't get, you didn't get enough experience points for that? Yeah. You sh- the reward was... Like, hey, just stick to the main pl- the plot missions, bro. Well, the reward was a mount. hey Oh! Oh! <laughs> But yeah, then there's that. Uh, oh, they uh, Rusty and Danny like faked him getting out of the job and stuff, only to play a prank on Matt Damon's character. What the fuck was all that about? It was just to ratchet up the tension, and it was funny. But, Meh. Well, you say he? Th- yeah. I don't think they did it just to, to tease Matt Damon. I think so. Yeah, he got back with his ex-wife just to play a prank on that. Yeah, dance. it was just. <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't tell him as like that whole thing was like, "Hey, no, Danny, no. you're out because you picked, you know, right. te- you're picking tests over the crew, and that's not gonna fly, so you're out." Yeah, that think, whole bit. Yeah, I think yeah. it was just the side benefit to just kind of rub it in the scare the rook. Yeah, I had no problem with it. Well, I didn't like it. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good way to to bring up the tension for that. Yeah, that section of the movie. All right, Scott, number seven. Number seven, uh, like you, Jeff, talking about the history of the series. Uh, just talk a little bit about the original uh, 
Ocean's <laughs> Eleven, which is nigh unwatchable. I, I mean, I, I realize the the Rat Pack was for a whole other generation, so maybe that made things different. But oh man, yeah, they were not actors. I barely had a script for that thing. They just like Dino was the, the worst. The 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 movie just meanders around to them drinking and kind of playing practical jokes on the one guy over the phone and all of a sudden Sammy Davis Jr. breaks out in a song and dance number for no reason and, yep. and then his glass eye falls out. I mean... Uh, <laughs> Dig this, man. <laughs> Dig this, babe. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's terrible. Uh, it, it I, I guess, though, the, the source material is strong. <laughs> or, or the at least the premise... You get all these super cool people together to to rob a casino or rob a bank or whatever it was in the first one. So, yep, number seven. Okay, um, my number six is um, I guess uh, I don't want to say this. I want to kind of combine two things: is the Elliot Gould character, just the way that guy freaking looks man and just <laughs> with those big gold chains in his hairy chest yeah his hairy chest and his chains and that glass those glasses just in his bathroom yeah so they're eating this giant salad and and he tells that story and in case you get you get through the vault you're still in the middle of the fucking desert <laughs> and his whole character in general like there's a scene where they're, they're meeting at his house and matt damon's sitting on the diving board or whatever yeah. he tells a little story he's like that's great get in the goddamn house yeah. Yeah. Uh, his character throughout I, I just you know the old vegas being pushed out by the new vegas and being all bitter and just, and just the way he looks like actually if you listen to the commentary you like hear matt damon or just, look at this guy they just start laughing just looking at him and it's true <laughs> so there you go elliot gould and Get in the goddamn house. Combine the two. <laughs> That's a good line. Alex. Uh, my number six is, I kind of hate, I like this, but I kind of hate it too at the same time. Andy Garcia's walk. Whenever he's mad, the dude goes knuckles first. Have you <laughs> noticed that? Well, I know he opens the doors with his knuckles. Was he walking like a Sasquatch or something? A little bit. Well, he turns. You know, you have your hands at your side naturally when you when you're walking and stuff. You, he just turns his knuckles forwards and then he makes a fist, and that's just how he walks. <laughs> that's how and, uh, Terry Benedict just walks around, fucking everywhere. He's very uh, stiff. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me laugh every time, and it's so stupid. Yeah, it's kind of how Jar Jar Binks walks. Ugh. Except he doesn't bob his head. <laughs> there it is i, I, I kind of uh, i see what you're saying it is kind of funny i do like the fact that he's just kind of like always on the move and just everywhere he goes he's like, i don't think he ever stops moving the entire movie except for the time he like sits down with um julia roberts with a scene with george clooney but yeah that is funny yeah i think you're right yeah he's always on the move scott all right my number six uh and this might be on Jeff's list, but the uh, Brad Pitt always eating. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not pretty much. List. Yeah, pretty much every scene up until the they start pulling off the heist, he's eating something, <laughs> and that's how you actually see the the tattoo that's uh, a nod to 
uh, as you mentioned before, George Clooney in... Um, yeah, from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, from Dust Till Dawn. So, I don't know, it was just a funny little quirk. I guess the point was that they were so busy that they didn't have time to um, like sit down and have a regular meal. So that even they can, but he's just always eating something. Like like every scene, he's like finishing something up or throwing something away. He's got a mouthful of food. And that was a weird little quirk. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, and then it's funny too because it's not like it's like a character trait. He just happened to always be eating when in all the scenes. Uh, right. Just a, a weird thing to throw in the movie. Wait, go back and explain the Dust Till Dawn tattoo. What does that have to do with Brad Pitt? No, so Brad Pitt has George Clooney's tattoo. Oh, he does? Like yeah. in the movie, anyway. Oh, okay. What, like the yeah. ones on his neck? No, on his arm. Like, I, like near his wrist. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, when I he's eating, you'll see, like, his, you'll see his sleeves, like, kind of go down. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never noticed that. Cool. All right. Um, my number five um, is the... It's got, It kind of goes back to the Elliot Gould thing. It's the Rob Casino montage where he talks about the... Th- the three closest people that were robbing a Las Vegas casino. Oh, <laughs> that's that's my number four. Is your number four? Yeah. <laughs> the last one, the closest anyone ever got was at that Caesar's Palace, and they have like "Take Your Breath Away." And he's yeah. running in his Take like in his Don Johnson clothes. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like <laughs> ten steps away from the steps, and he just gets shot. Jesus, all the cops just shooting on our men. Yeah, the 80s cash, crazy. Cash goes flying everywhere. I, I, Go ahead. I could have sworn that was John Cusack the first time I saw it. <laughs> He's got the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. I was disappointed to learn it wasn't. Yeah. But I think it was the second one where the guy gets right to the door and that cop comes out with the or the security, guard, security with guard with the nightstick club. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. He was drinking through a straw for the next six months. Oh, yeah. I just love that. But the ending with the take your breath away or my whatever the hell the, name of the song is. <laughs> Even the Don Johnson and the cigarette. I'm pretty sure Vegas cops would shoot you cold. Yeah. Still. So I wonder if those, if those three stories were true. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's robbed Vegas. I did when I bet on black. Boom. Oh. Always. No, not really. All right, Alex. Well, my number five is <laughs> when they take Danny into that room. It's just like, oh, Terry's not coming in here. And you see this giant, bald, tattooed-up dude come in the room. Then they close the door behind him. It's like, there's no cameras in here. So you can't you can't see what's going on, huh? <laughs> and the dude just, bam, belts Danny Ocean right across the face. <laughs> and it's like, damn it, bruiser, not until later. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm sorry, Danny, I forgot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how's your girlfriend? She's pregnant again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that scene was awesome. And Bruiser, and he makes a comeback in the third movie, which is the awesome. second one too. He was in the second one too. He's the lawyer that comes and pales him out. Oh, pales <laughs> out uh, uh, Bernie Mac's character. <laughs> That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. No, it's super cool. Like just that that whole idea that. They're this they're they're criminals, but they're like they're super cool, and they like hook this guy up with a shitload of money to do these little tasks. Yeah, yeah. And he got to beat up George Clooney. Yeah. Yeah, I was outside with the Mark Parker um, bodyguards. 
If you Google up Mark Parker, you probably won't find anything, so don't worry about it, folks. <laughs> and we're not talking about the shyster lore that works out here. It gives people 2.1 million. It's different Parker. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott, number five. Number five is at the beginning, the monster truck race. Uh, and they're racing the real monster truck versus the model monster oh, truck. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then... Uh, Scott Kahn's character, uh, one half of the Malloy brothers, uh, Turk Malloy, uh, runs it over, and then he just starts laughing. <laughs> and he sounds just like his dad, too. Yeah. Uh, um, but, yeah, that was a great scene to, as kind of a show-don't-tell to establish those two characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, then, and then they're talking about him, they say, I think they have a lot of time on their hands. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And Rapey Affleck just goes, well, it tucks in his controller. That's it. Rapey Affleck. Dude, <laughs> is, he's not the only one that has an Oscar now out of everybody, does he? Uh, well, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck have the... Good the one, hunting. For the screenplay. Yeah. yeah. But for acting, I don't remember if Damon got one. Pretty that sure is- Affleck hasn't. Affleck's got a director... For yeah, Argo, right? Or, or producing, anyways, for Argo. But yeah, for acting, though, yeah, he might be the only one. And what about everyone on the crew? Like, does Clooney have one? Uh, Julia Roberts has one for. Yeah, Julia Roberts Brockovich. has one. Yeah, Pretty Woman. Um, they've all been nominated, at least, including Andy Garcia, I think. Uh... Zaza. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's pretty funny that, that that weirdo has just got an Oscar. All right, uh, on the my I like that. Uh, remember, remember four. Um, I like the trickery of when they're building the vault. How it's kind of throwaway. Like, okay, you understand they have to practice, and then a little Chinese guy is doing his flips and everything. But the first time I watched it, I never, I didn't even think about like why are they making this look so accurate as they're building it, right? Like, I understand they want like the dimensions to be accurate to practice, but. I just like that deception, and you're not. I, I don't know if you guys got it the first time you saw it. Like they were making nope. an exact one yeah. so that they would record it. But I thought that was really nice trickery there. Yeah, um, I agree. I like that. And even uh, the the voiceover dialogues, it's like, oh yeah, we need to build a replica vault. And Rusty's like, for practice. <laughs> Danny's like, something like that. Yeah, exactly. You don't get that until you watch it again. <laughs> yeah. So, some nice little nice little nod there. I like that. Not really a nod, but fact that it was right in your face the whole time and you just don't get it all right alex number four uh was the flashback scenes that we talked about the robbing the casinos scott number four number four was the one alex hated the screwing with linus uh (laughs) the favorite one being the they're they're telling him before they they set the whole thing in motion pratt pitt's talking to him and he says and remember Whatever you do. <laughs> and then he gets called in the other room and then he just walks off. Yeah. And Matt Damon's just left standing there going, What? What? No matter what, under any circumstances. circumstances <laughs> yeah. And he just walks off. <laughs> okay, so I have a, I always have when I watch this movie again, or every time, when he does finally meet Andy Garcia and he's playing that character, and Andy Garcia asks him about asks him about a person and he goes, Oh, not since he died last month. 
What, what do you get yeah. from that? Well, that he was testing him to see if he really did work for the uh, Nevada Gaming Commission. Right, but did Matt Damon know that? What? What? What is? No, yeah, he knew that. He knew that. He did know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, they did their homework on it, I guess. Okay. All right. Um, I guess it's by my turn, number three. Yep. Um, the another the other montage. <laughs> I have like three montages on here. The end, kind of the end when they're explaining everything, because dummy, <laughs> dummy me didn't really know exactly everything that was going on. So when Andy Garcia is kind of putting everything together on how his, you know, when he realizes that doesn't say Bellagio or whatever on the floor and he puts it together and the SWAT guys are really the Oceans team and everything. I just like that whole thing. And the truck blows up and <laughs> that's just uh, flyers for hookers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kind of put all the pieces together because I didn't get what was going on. So <laughs> I, I did like it in in retrospect with the Brad Pitt's the uh, the SWAT commander, and he he just says a bunch of bullshit. Like if you think about it, like, yeah, <laughs> repeat bomb has been detonated. <laughs> like he just <laughs> doesn't like when you hear it again, it doesn't actually sound like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, hit the lights, hit the lights. It's your vault. Remove yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure the police would still stick around after that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not the SWAT team. Yeah. Maybe. So. Oh. So, I like it. This is a very fun movie. So the, I love montages and fun movies. So, hence I have three of them. Alex. <laughs> uh, Bernie Mac. I love. He still he has two kind of really big scenes, and he steals the show in both of them. First one where he's at the car at the car salesman trying to get the trucks. Did him like a gene. Yeah. <laughs> then he just goes to the car salesman. is like, well, that's you know the best that I can. Oh, okay, well, then he shakes his hand and just he won't let go. <laughs> like, what kind of moisturizer are you using? Because I've tried all sorts of products. <laughs> what you kind of don't get is that he's like slowly crushing his hand <laughs> until he's like, you know what? Those trucks, I can probably sell them to you for seven. And then he squeezes a little bit. Goes seven sixteen. He's like, no. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> It's like, you, you do that for me? Oh, yes, sir. We just hit the paper and he lets go of his hand. And just, it's all like red and white. His blood's gone out of it. It's squeezed so hard. Uh, and then the second scene is when he gets outed by uh, by Linus in that play. And he's in the office. <laughs> and he's like, cracker. He's like, what? Black man can't deal no cards and stuff. Not good enough for that. Mm. <laughs> he does this little hand thing. Yeah. And he's like, what? Might as well call it White Jack. Yeah. <laughs> you let a brother do you. <laughs> Going to do a little dance, shine your shoes, <laughs> smile at you. It was gold. And then, ugh, Linus. He's like, <laughs> Nevada Gaming Commission has fully employed people of color. Oh, <laughs> he just winces at that. <laughs> what is he like? He says, like, colored people, right? And then he's well, he changed color. Yeah. Yeah, it just colored. He's like, ooh, and he starts chasing him. <laughs> Better talk to him. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, gold. Bernie Mac. Rest in peace. Yeah, God. I mean, he's already been dead for seven years or something now, right? Like, yeah. Oh, God, time's flying. Yeah. All right, Scott, number three. All right. Bill Grimm. He... <laughs> <laughs> just as the as they're just about to break into the vault, and the thing doesn't have batteries, which is kind of a funny <laughs> gag. But they. 
they they set it off because Lenny's forever to bring batteries, and uh, they they blow it open, and Yen's sitting on top of the the case, and just the, the way he says it, "Where the fuck you been?" Yeah, heavy change answer. And then Matt Damon and and uh, Clooney just kind of like sheepishly like look at each other and like, uh, I'm "Sorry, <laughs> Where the fuck you been?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like his only English line in the whole movie, I think. Yeah, and he flips the he flips yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt when well, he's a little it, thing. It's only it's only line in English. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. I do love when uh, was it Brad was it Brad Pitt the one that responds to him? He speaks in Chinese yeah. and Brad Pitt's. Oh no no that won't work. <laughs> yeah, no Tony is no good. They got sensors down there to uh, modernize them. Oh, I love that. You just kind they of do it in the other movies too, where they like all understand what he's saying. <laughs> I will say I didn't add it to my list. This might be a kind of a negative. You know that put some tension in there with his hand wrap. That thing was ridiculous. He overwrapped it. Yeah. He overwrapped his hand. <laughs> and it was sick. But whatever. We'll go with it. All right. Uh, my number two is the poker scene at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> I cannot yeah. play I cannot play poker now without going all reds <laughs> as I fold yeah, usually. Check it out. <laughs> it's like everything they're doing is wrong. <laughs> hide your cards. <laughs> Deal this direction. Right. Uh, Close to the vest. <laughs> And these are all the best part is those are all like young actors who are kind of supposed to make it big. Yeah. And uh, no, never did. I guess Topher Grace came the closest, but then Spider Man Three happened, and yeah, yeah. he's still he's still getting pretty steady work. But yeah, I did, I did like the idea there that they instead of Clooney and Brad Pitt are gonna be the biggest stars in Hollywood, they just yeah. kind of drive off and they're ignored. Yeah, exactly. uh, everybody's like clamoring for for the other. <laughs> yeah. And then Topher Grace has the funny cameo in the in the second movie. <laughs> yeah. Is it in the hotel room or something? Yeah, he's like yeah. completely trashed it. <laughs> uh, who's who's the girl in that poker scene? Was she anybody famous? That like, was that was uh, Holly McComb. She was on Charmed. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what she's done after that. Really. Yeah, then the Mighty Ducks guy, right from. Um... Dawson's Creek was on there, wasn't he? One of yes. the guys. Yep. Yes. Yeah. He he's on some Showtime drama, uh, The Affair. Ooh. Joshua Jackson, I think. Yeah. JJ. JJ. It sounds, it sounds very adult. I just like it that like. Yeah. yeah. He Brad Pitt's bored out of his mind and just trying to make do by just. <laughs> I think like Brad Pitt says like something about Teen Beat cover people, but I forgot yeah. what the line is. But. Everybody's oh, talking. When he's talking to the bartender, how's it going? It's the longest hour of my life. What? I said I'm running away with your wife. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All reds. <laughs> what, what does he have? Like a six? Is six? It's just all different cards, diamonds and hearts. No, but there's another guy who has like six something. So like, you can't have six cards in a five. Oh yeah, three, he's got three pair. Three pair. That's right. <laughs> Like when he when he does do the all reds, everybody else is like, "Oh man!" <laughs> yeah, he just shakes his head. And that one time, the guy's like, "I want four. He's like, "No, you want to fold." <laughs> four? No, you're gonna fold. <laughs> By the way, this movie's so old they're not even playing Texas Hold'em. Yeah, uh, that's right. They're probably just playing 
yeah, like five, five card, card draw. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how old this is. Because now I don't think you can do poker without it actually being Texas Hold'em, and people would understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that was the worst part of uh, Casino Royale. Not that they're playing Texas Hold'em, but they had to explain to the audience how fucking Texas Hold'em. Is. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of. It seems like that that fad has kind of died down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex, number two. My number two is getting the whole crew together. That was awesome. He goes to see Bernie Mac first. I believe you're mistaken. My name is Ramon. <laughs> and then he tells him where Rusty is, and then he lies to Rusty. He says, what do you think? I came to see you first. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, they get they go and scout Yen. And then I don't think anybody's over at the racetrack when they see the two. What, what are the names again? I always forget. Brothers? Uh, no. Malloy. Virgil the dog track to get um what's his face the oh yeah guy. soul that guy's still alive <laughs> so you want to treat me like an adult and tell me what the score is <laughs> he just tells him he's like whoo he's gotta take a breath and take some more antacids I mean, wasn't that the old guy in the dick van dyke show <laughs> probably carl reiner Yes. Yeah, Carl Reiner. Yeah. Guy's still Give alive. I looked him up. That's uh, Rob Reiner's dad, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Good on him, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. This is my number one, Alex. I, I have the same thing. The gathering of the team. Yeah. And uh, I, Don Cheadles is the best. <laughs> he's like, what about Basher? Basher's in town. Yeah, but he's, unav- he's unavailable. <laughs> he's pulling another job, and he, the team botches it. You guys had one job. <laughs> I can tell you that I didn't see him in a movie until this. Um, and I thought for the longest time he was British. I still don't even know if he's British or not because <laughs> – is he or no? No. Okay. So I don't know if not he's even an American remote. accent in the uh, uh, Marvel movies or what. Oh, up or whatever. <laughs> Be good work with proper villains again. Proper villains again. We're in Barney. <laughs> yes. Barney Rubble. Trouble! Okay, pinch. And then he covers his junk. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That should have been on my list. Yeah, that's awesome. Turn sideways. Click. And just to add to the, since this is my number one as well, and it kind of bridges my last two, when Brad Pitt and George Clooney, I I think it's when they're driving away from the poker scene and they're going to go get the blueprints or whatever, that camera shot of how it's like mounted on the back of the car and you just see their heads moving. Oh yeah, about. yeah, yeah. It's a cool, it's a cool shot. Yeah, I like it. Um, and then, yeah, I guess when they're all resting at the bar, ten. That's enough, right? I think we should get one more. He <laughs> just Clooney's talking to himself. Brad Pitt's yeah. not saying anything. Get... <laughs> all right, I'll get one more. <laughs> Matt Damon. All right. Best, best pull I've seen you do all day. That's true. Mm. Scott, number two. Number two is uh, after the heist has gone off, um, them all standing in front of the Bellagio with uh, Claire de Lune playing. Uh, and it's a total fantasy because there's no way there would be that much space in front of them between <laughs> having the water show. But it's still a really cool scene with all of them standing together and we all kind of just leave one by one to go off to do whatever they're going to do with their, their hard-earned money. Yeah, and isn't it Carl Reiner and Matt Damon, the old and the young, kind of the last ones there? Yeah, I think I think Carl Reiner's the last one to leave. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I thought that was cool too. That there was like no real, like, oh, Clooney or Pitt has to leave last. You know, it was just. Uh... Oh, Clooney is in jail. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. Been there. that's true. Uh, but everybody else. Um, yeah, it was just cool, and yeah, the the song really worked for it. Mm-hmm. The music. And kind of, we talked about biggest pet peeves in movies, and you just kind of reminded me of that. You know, you don't like your empty coffee cup and, and other stuff we've talked about. Yeah, I don't, pizza boxes. Yeah. I don't like, you said like, yeah, there was no crowd there. When people get parking spots like right in front of someplace, it's like, nope, you wouldn't have parked there. There's no way you would have parked there. <laughs> Watch it in the movie <laughs> now. It's going to happen. You're gonna say, have you ever, oh. been, ever been to a city? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, yes. show them, maybe show them circle the, like 15 times but, and then get yeah. the spot Especially when they're like in New York or in a big city. It's like, no, you're not parking right in front of the fucking yeah, hotel. No, it's not happening. <laughs> all right, Alex, number one. My number one is kind of uh, goes through all the whole series. It's just the made-up names for all the, the scams and the stuff that they have. They don't explain it, which I think is cool. It just sounds like a bunch of cool stuff, and it leaves it, uh, leaves it to the audience's imagination as to what the hell they're talking about stuff like Don yeah. Cheeto made up Barney Rubble trouble pretty much right on the spot um, they always it, it, I remember like oh we should set up a cartwheel or um, you know we gotta do baby in the bundle or something you know just all those phrases I just think are incredibly cool there's a yeah, lot of the second movie yeah yeah, and they're like, oh, we're going to need a Jim Brown, we're going to need a this, we're going to need a that yeah, we need, yeah. We need an Ella Ele Fitzgerald uh, yeah. <laughs> Susan B. Anthony. Yeah, I never get tired of it. That was the third one, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Scott, number one. All right, my number one, uh, as you guys always mentioned, already mentioned, kind of the, the whole heist flashback. Uh, it's not much more to say about it, but yeah, I did like when they, they went back and pieced it all together. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. Like, there, there, was like... some, there was some funny bits in there, too, like... <laughs> they actually had Carl Reiner's character like go down on the cables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could tell he was like having a hard time with it. And, yeah, it's just, nah. yeah. I like that it was, it was edited, edited together that it made sense the way you saw it because of it was Andy Garcia's character putting it together, right? It wasn't just a flashback for flashback sake. You could see him kind of Yeah. Okay, this happened, this happened. I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the last thing I just wanted to add, I like this movie, well, I guess we can rate it, but what? Um, there wasn't much conflict in this movie. And that doesn't make it a great movie, but it makes it a fun movie to watch, and it's an easy movie to watch. Yeah, it's very breezy. Like, so do, you, you could tell that, and, and again, this goes back to what you were saying in the beginning, Jeff, about how these assholes just got paid a ton of money to just kind of dick around, and it still works. You know? Yeah, um, yeah it's very breezy, uh, easy to watch, put on the background kind of movie. Yeah, like, is there any moment in the movie where he thinks something might go wrong? Like, maybe when his hand gets caught, um, I forgot his name, the little Chinese guy's hand yeah. gets yeah. caught. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe that. The Clooney uh, gets thrown into the room and punches him in the face for the first time and... yeah for half a second right that's like okay <laughs> and then i guess you think saul might was he really is he faking this is he, he was he really having oh yeah heart heart attack, yeah. yeah 
Lyman Zeriga. <laughs> and Brad Pitt is a doctor. We lost him. With the horrible toupee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, on the commentary, they said that's uh, Austin Powers wig. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Somebody call for a doctor. <laughs> All right. So um, let's rank this. I'm going to give it, as much as I love it, it's still, I've been thinking about this. And I'm going to have to only give it a five. But I really, really like this movie. I just, once again, I can't put it up there with Tombstone and those other movies. So, five for me. Alex? I'm going to give this a six, just because it's extremely fun whenever it's on. You know, no matter what point in the movie uh, I catch it, like flipping through channels, I have to watch it to the end. Yeah. It's weird. I agree with you, just, but I just, uh, there's something for me that it doesn't want to get it that high. But all right, good. I like it. Scott? Uh, I'm kind of with you, Jeff. Um, I really like this movie, but you know I wouldn't throw it in the annals of the greatest of all time. Uh, for, for what it is, though, it is extremely fun and easy to watch. Um, and there's there's a lot of style to it. Like Soderbergh at his best. It's kind of too bad that he's in this weird kind of quasi-retirement thing that he's got going on. Um, but yeah, a five for me. All right. Um, do you want to do uh, user feedback on these, or do you want to do our lists first, Scott? Alex, damn it, what are you? Um, let's do our list first, and then we'll see what uh, the whole crew. All right. All our fans. Um, for our list, we kind of did our crossover moment. Would be uh, favorite times in movies where they put together teams, gathered your group. Let's go and do this. It's let's get the hillbillies. Let's uh, do the let's gather uh the hillbillies. What the hell are you talking about, Jeff? <laughs> what? Hillbillies? What are you talking about? I was trying to think of posse, and I hillbillies. Let's get a hillbillies together. <laughs> we'll hand them off at the pass. I hate that cliche. Yeah. All right. So my number five is this is me just hillbillies. <laughs> My number five is when I would log on to EverQuest and say, slash LFG, looking for group. And then we would make sure we had a healer, and we had a tank, and we had a DPS, and we had a whatever. I don't even remember the rest of the stuff. You're just That's making it. up turns just like Ocean Eleven. You need no, your it's... grease man. You need your wheel man. So, and it someone, was someone was dealt the ace of spades. It was fun when you got a group. It would suck when you wanted to play and you couldn't get a group and you just had to log off and then go hang out in the real world. Terrible. So, as I was a warrior, it was pretty easy to get uh, a group. When I was a necromancer, not so much. But what are you going to do? So, getting the the group together in EverQuest, and I'm sure same thing in WoW and all the other shit. But there you go. I'm glad glad you got the video game thing out of the way so it makes mine less nerdy later. (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> all right, Alex, number five. Number five was actually a very memorable commercial that I had where it was this kid is like, oh, football, let's play. He's like, and these bigger kids are like, you can play when you have a team, and they take the ball from him. It was his ball. He's like, all right, and then he goes around to the neighborhood, and he sees these, <laughs> these kids like benching like two hundred pounds. He just gives them a wink. He's like, let's go. And other kids like... See, kids, we're talking like seven, eight, nine-year-olds, ten-year-olds. Yes. 
What did you think I was talking about? Kids. They could be like in high school. This are children. Yeah. And they get the the whole team together and it's like, all right, you get a team. You want to play yeah, a flag or tack? And even before they could say tackle, the other team just said tackle. It was a fun commercial. I forgot what it was for. It was but... a car commercial. Oh, okay. I don't remember which one, though. Oh, yeah, because they all piled in, into the minivan. Yeah. Damn, I wanted to see that game. It was technically the kid's, the kid's mom like put together this, like, all these ringers. They were going to beat up this other kid. So it was kind of some shitty parenting going on there. Awesome parenting. <laughs> so I've never seen this commercial. Scott, were these like real NFLers that they were getting, or no, no, no. Just, so just they're just like it's like a tw- no, they, they didn't look like they look like regular kids, but they're like like Alex, so they're like bench pressing, like oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all like super strong kids for whatever reason. All right, there it is, uh, Scott. Number five. Number five is more recent affair, yeah, The Avengers. Ooh. Eh. That's eh. on my list somewhere. I'm not going to tell you where. Eh. Uh, Number four. So, see, I was it was fun. Like, so I think they the only one they actually have to go out and get is is Bruce, right? I, I guess Cap, sort of. And Iron Man, they get them all. Well, that's right. <laughs> they have to get. <laughs> this is a team that they have to gather. <laughs> Doesn't like uh, Samuel Jackson goes assemble the Avengers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that that Agent Coulson goes to to pay him a visit. Yeah. <laughs> his first name his first name is Agent. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was the big payoff for all those Marvel movies that came before it and all those years. Uh, and they really weren't even in the same room together until, like, halfway through the movie. So. Yeah, all of them? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. that The whole thing I took four movies, five movies, that's why I have it higher on my list. Because that's kind of really building up the team. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they have to assemble everybody. Because the beginning of the movie is just um, Agent Coulson and the girl. I forgot her name. And then... Um, Romanov? Is it Romanov? No, like, not her. Like what? Because she has to be recruited too. Remember, she's getting the uh, oh uh, oh Maria Hill. Yeah, Maria Hill. And then Hawkeye, but then he gets immediately captured by Tom Hiddleston's Loki. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he was the lucky one. The, the Loki one. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my number four is Beer Fest. Okay. Yeah, nice. That's a good so pull. We're getting, we're getting the team back together. We should put them on the team then. Just put them on a team. So they, the beginning of the movie, they find out that there's this whole thing called Beer Fest in Germany, and they try to get their old friends back together. And <laughs> one of them's a male prostitute, and one of, <laughs> I forget what um, he's working at the fair, right? Farva's character. Uh, he's a, a competitive eater. Competitive eater, okay. But he was at a fair or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard they fired you from that brewery. <laughs> Scott, that brewery! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Throws his brand new trophy. <laughs> I drink 12 on the assembly line, and I'm the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best part is when they go and recruit. Yeah, what's his face when he's under the working under the bridge and <laughs> throws some change Bad- out the window? <laughs> he's Barry Bandernath. He's Barry Bandernath. 
I talk about a ZJ and all that stuff. So. <laughs> Move along. I got a mouse to feed. Later on in that movie. I know you. I gave you a dollar to touch your nose and touch your dick. <laughs> yeah, that was probably me. <laughs> Good seeing you again. <laughs> I was playing ping pong and ding dang. <laughs> Been shitting pancakes ever since. <laughs> All right, Alex, number four. My number four is I don't know if you guys saw this. MacGruber. I've never seen it. What of the MacGruber? Oh, it's it, the it's a it's actually really, really funny. It's not, you know, Wayne's World funny, but it's it's hilarious. So you should watch it. But at the beginning of the... <laughs> Wayne's World uh, funny. What is that? Oh, because it's an SNL thing? Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> uh, the beginning, MacGruber's like, oh, why don't you take... Powers Booth is in this movie, too. He's like, why don't you take Ryan Phillippe over here? I forget his character's name. He's, like, the best. It's like, I already got a fucking team. They're the fucking best. We don't work with fucking amateurs. <laughs> he drops a lot of F-bombs in this movie. <laughs> and he goes over recruiting, and all the guys that he's recruiting are old war buddies, but they also are played by w- current WWE wrestlers. <laughs> you can see Jericho in there and this other, like, gigantic dude. And whenever they meet up, they all have, like, this special, like, slap hand, like, handshake type of thing. It's all very cool. And then they all get blown up accidentally by some explosives that MacGruber made. <laughs> so he has to go with the B team. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, you should watch the movie just for that scene. Or just Google that scene. It's awesome. Uh, you just explained it. I don't need to see it now. Thank you. Uh, you should. There it all is. Right. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> All right, my number four, uh, Fellowship of the Ring. So it happens quickly, but <laughs> uh, I mean, you sort of already have the the Hobbits and Aragorn, uh, Gandalf, sort of. But just when they they decide that they're going to go on the quest, and for some reason let Frodo carry it, which still seems like insanity to me. <laughs> Uh, that, that everybody else would be on board with it, just because Gandalf said okay. But yeah, well, the, they don't have prejudices toward him yet. Him, yeah, that's true. The, them's yet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we have you'll have my bow and my axe. You know, just it's cool. And then they all, and then they get that super fucking contrived, but it's still awesome yes. sh- shot of them cresting the the hill, walking by the like walking between those two rocks, which was like the money shot from the from the teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's still rad though. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say we shall call you yeah. the Fellowship of, of the, the Ring. Ring. <laughs> yeah, that's oh that's terrible too. That's probably my least favorite moment of the entire movie. Uh, oh, I can't watch. We'll call you the Great. Fe- the Fellowship and then the music swells. <laughs> yes. Great. What are we going? Yeah. And if you have the DVDs or Blu-rays, that's when disc one ends. Oh, God. <laughs> they make you get up and change. The, the Blu-rays, too. Yeah, God. I know. It's fucking horseshit. Fuck you, Peter it's Jackson. You used to be cool. Now you're not. Yeah. Now you're, you're still pretty cool. But I'm mad. I didn't add this to my list. I thought about it, but I was like, no, there's not really like one moment where they assemble. But you're right. The console of Elrond. Yeah. Because I kept thinking, no, it was kind of... Ragtag, but yeah, I totally forgot about that. So. Yeah, you're, you're dead on, Jeff, with that. <laughs> with the I sh- shall be known as the fellowship. 
You shall be known as the title of this movie. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, every movie does that. The, the two towers and... Did they say these... two towers in the, the two towers? I think, I'm, I'm, I think it's in a special edition when Gandalf... Or, it's a kind of a over... It's a voiceover when they're talking about... Um, the two towers. Yeah, the two towers. Yeah. Or maybe I'm thinking of Return of the King. Doesn't he say it then, too? <laughs> Shit. I don't know. <laughs> We're mind... awaiting the return of the king. <laughs> the king shall re- re- uh, renew his strength if he were to grasp his sword. <laughs> I'm sure he would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, my number three is... And this one might be cheating, because it's not... If we're counting Lord of the Rings, I'm counting this. The Goonies. Well, you already did every quest, Jeff, so everything's off the, t- everything's off the table now. <laughs> yeah. F.E. Scott, don't bring your tr- lies of truth here. <laughs> Whatever the hell that means. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Lies of truth. Yeah. I'll sick, I'll sick the hillbillies on you. <laughs> <laughs> the Goonies. They, don't, they, they kind of all assemble accidentally at Mikey's house, so I'm counting it. Yeah, then Data's like, oh, you better open the door. Nope. Yeah, I mean, it's just Mikey and Bran, and then uh, Mouth <laughs> shows up. Yeah, and then I forgot who shows up next, if it's Data or Chunk. It's Chunk. Okay, Chunk does the truffle shuffle, and then Data comes through the window. And then the girls don't show up there, but then all along the way they, they run into, uh, I forgot their names now, Steph and... What's the redhead's name? Uh, Allie? Ari? Or... We wants the redhead! Alright, whatever. Anyway, Goonies. <laughs> Assembling the Goonies. Oh my god, it's my mom's most favorite piece! You wouldn't be here if it wasn't! <laughs> nice. Alright, Alex, number two. Uh, I... Number two? I thought we were at three. Oh, sorry, number three. Yeah, number three. Number three is, I couldn't leave out a sports movie, you know, how big of a sports fan I am. Mm-hmm. Major sports. League. Alex, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Willie that Mays might Hayes. might be on my list. That might also be on my list. Yeah. Willie Mays Hayes coming off the bed. He's like, everybody's got such a late start. That's my favorite. It just beats everybody to the line. Awesome. Finding Joe Boo. You may hit like maze, but you run like shit. <laughs> the other way around. The other way around. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> or or if you're watching the edited version, yes, you yes. may run like maze, but you hit like my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Say hey. How you doing? Oh, man. <laughs> I'll talk more about this a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, so right. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good pick. I you should yeah. Why well, I don't even believe you picked this. Fucking Alex. I did. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> what are you talking? I love Major League. All right. I thought you were gonna pick like the Mighty Ducks too or something like that. When that shithead skates around town with the duck quacker and <laughs> gets them all <laughs> duck together. Quacker. <laughs> nah. God damn. All right. Scott, number two, number three. I don't know what the hell. Three. <laughs> three is Magnificent Seven. Uh, nice. I mean, arguments to be made to the original Seven Samurai, but yeah, there uh, is. Yeah, uh, Magnificent Seven, uh, just cool. 
uh, Yul Brenner and uh, uh, Steve McQueen going around and recruiting all these badasses. Uh, <laughs> and they, they had, uh, so this, this is the fucking 60s still, early 70s. So they, to, to show that, um, uh, yeah, fuck, to show that Chuck Bronson is like buff and strong. They show him chopping wood with his shirt off <laughs> and that scene. Man, his name, yeah, and his name is like Bernan. Like Bernardo O'Reilly or something like that. He's like half Irish, half Mexican. Uh, but yeah, they just go around and they have uh, a very young. Um, God damn it. My memory's just completely going in there. Uh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Very young. Uh, Eel young. The knife guy. Uh, I, I, I want the knife. The knife. Uh. He, he's. Uh, Yul Brenner. I haven't seen. The, I've seen this movie once, so I don't remember who's. Is it Yul Brenner? No, no, it's not Yul Brenner. Not Yul Brenner. Uh, uh, Leonard, Leonard Nimoy. Macaulay Culkin. He's really young in this movie. <laughs> He's floating around in some guy's ball sack. <laughs> I don't think he was even doing that. But anyways. <laughs> Sorry, I have to go back and fix this again real quick. Let me just. Don't worry about it. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, I do. I think it's okay. There's also a very young James Coburn as, oh. as the knife handling guy. Coburn Burnsides? Yeah. God damn it. Why did I laugh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a bunch of hillbillies in my man. Wallach basically playing the same character that he did in The Good and Bad and the Ugly as the, the Mexican villain. <laughs> hmm? Coburn? What? Yeah, James Coburn. No, James Coburn was like one the of the guys. Knife guy. Yeah, he's like a knife Eli, guy. Eli Wallach. Oh, Eli Wallach. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was basically played the same guy. He basically played Tuco again. Wallach. Why am I not surprised, you piece of shit? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Are you done with yours too, Scott? Because I lost track. Yes. Or three. Sorry. All right. Yeah. My number two number has already two. been said. Yeah, the Avengers. Um, just to add a little bit of thing, I I saw first Iron Man, and that was it when I saw this movie. I just I was kind of done with comic book movies. Um, I didn't see Thor. I didn't see Captain America. Or um, I don't know if Iron Man two would come out yet by this point. But I hadn't seen any of that, and I watched this movie, and it was just so awesome, just building the team. And so it made me go back and watch the other movies. But just that, that's kind of what you always wanted in a comic book movie, is just the and hopefully we get that with Justice League, but not counting on it. Um, but yeah, I, I mentioned getting Agent Romanoff, getting uh, her, then her recruiting Bruce Banner, uh, Coulson getting... He's like, I'm uh, in the middle of something. This guy's giving me everything. He's like, what? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I'm not giving <laughs> anything. <laughs> yeah. And then Coulson getting Tony Stark and that whole little banter with um, Pepper and then Sergeant Fury getting uh, Captain America, and he's just destroying the heavy bags. <laughs> he just walks out of there with one on his shoulders. And... Yeah. Pretty cool. It all, all leads up to that, you know, nerd porn scene later on in the movie, which we've already discussed. But yes, yeah, there, Avengers. Was, there was a little, yeah, the little gag where uh, Captain America owes 
Nick Fury like twenty bucks. <laughs> it wasn't because he thought it was a valet, Jeff. I know. <laughs> it's because he thought he was a coat check guy. RCT. Yeah, no, someone told me that, and then I watched it again afterwards. After you guys said I was full of shit, and then yeah, I know it's because he had a flying fucking helicopter or not flying helicopter. That's weird. <laughs> flying helicopter. They had a flying helicopter to transport all the hillbillies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Alex, number two. Fuck you guys. <laughs> number two is this movie, Ocean's Eleven. I love it. I love it. Scott, number two. Uh, my number two, um, since the video game precedent has been set, Mass Effect 2. The, the, oh, damn it. That pretty much was what that whole game was about. Was Yeah, just like, getting, getting the team, the team together. together. That was like the plot. Was You went out and got all these badasses to, to do the suicide Shit. mission at the end. And it was rad. Yeah, and if you, uh, spoiler alert, if you fucked up, if you picked the wrong missions for the wrong guy, you they weren't all coming home. Yeah, so, yeah, and you could do this, there was the loyalty mission, so you'd recruit them, and then you'd, like, make them, like, even more loyal or not loyal, depending on where they chose. Yeah, and it affected how the game turned out, and it's super cool. All the, uh, the other Mass Effect games and the other Bioware games in general, uh, you, you, get people in your party but it all kind of happens organically through the story this like you specifically go out and look for these people um so it's pretty cool so yeah mass effect 2 nice mm-hmm. uh my number one already been mentioned by alex major league major league also my number one all right so I- the whole spring training and just the, I haven't even seen who are these fucking guys. Just you know the guys at the bar or the construction site, and they start showing up. And my kind of team, Charlie. My kind of team. <laughs> Serrano shows up with a snake. And Corbin burns in, and he's the only high-priced talent. Berenger, not Berenger. Is Berenger? Yeah. Tom yeah. Berenger. Yeah. Yeah. He shows up in a cab and. Charlie Sheen, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. If you if you're gonna make if you were gonna call, you could at least said you were from the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, I'm hung over. My knees hurt. Yeah. When oh. they try to recruit the coach, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? What's the job? The coach in the big leagues. I got an eye on the other line about some white walls. I'll get back to you. Gold. I call it Charlie Sheen. He's in prison. I don't think I'm going to make it in time. <laughs> and then it's Alex. I mean, Willie Mays. Him pulling up in his little VW bug with a... What was it? A Rolls Royce front <laughs> attitude. Yeah. A grill. Say, hey, my man. Great job, Hayes. The parking lot's over there. <laughs> so. yeah. Shit, and then just the whole... <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the whole... I guess it's not really part of the team, but the, you know, Rick Vaughn destroying everything when he pitches. <laughs> All right, kid. They tell us you're a pitcher. You're not much of a dresser. We wear caps and sleeves at this league, son. <laughs> Let's see what you got. <laughs> he fucking destroys the sign. Nice velocity. Sounded like it. <laughs> Jesus. I got they both just stand there too. Either one of them could have been killed. <laughs> I just like it sounded like it. <laughs> so uh, I could quit this movie forever, so I'm gonna stop. But that's my number one. Uh, Alex, 
Number one. My number one is the Seven Samurai. Oh, okay. Kurosawa's original. Black and white. Awesome. Poor dude has to just... He has to gather some samurai in order to protect his village, and all he has to offer is, like, rice and everything. And he got lucky finding uh, the main guy. And I love that whole, like, little test that they set up. <laughs> Once he finds his, his old buddy, he just... Yeah, he lure them into this room, and then I'll whack them over the head. <laughs> if they can see that coming, then they're in. <laughs> Simple, but effective. Great movie. Go watch it. So they, so they do things back then. Yeah. yeah. I've seen this movie once, and I don't remember much about it. It was good, but I don't really couldn't remember anything to add. Just like uh, Magnificent Seven. There you go. Right, exactly. One for one. All right. Uh, Scott, I think you said it was Major League. Anything else to add? Uh, nope. Uh, just that screw you, Alex, for <laughs> stealing our thunder. <laughs> what? Major League. Yeah. Uh, hats right. for bats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep bats warm. Gracias. Whoa, whoa, wait, amigo. <laughs> you just can't. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Alex, what do our listeners have to say? Oh, they had to say a lot. I guess they All had right. a lot of favorite team ups. So, first up, Ellen Edwards gives Ocean's Eleven ease on team, you guys. Perfect five. Uh, for best team building, <laughs> best team building exercises, he calls it. <laughs> uh, let's see. His number five is uh, Slapshot. What? Whoa, whoa. We have a fan that likes Slapshot on this? Oh, this is awesome. Yeah, there you go. I don't remember a team being put together. I mean, they get the Hansons. Get the Hansons, yeah. yeah. That alone. Right. That alone. <laughs> the Hansons. It's like the natural on the foil. The natural of hockey movies, but with less pretending that Glenn Close is desirable. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Zing. Uh, number four is uh, Ocean's Eleven. Okay. Number three, The Avengers, especially Black Widow's call up. <laughs> uh, number two, The Replacements. I never saw this movie. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, I never seen it either. It, it was decent. It was uh, sports. Uh, Hackman and uh, Keanu Reeves, right? Keanu Reeves' his name was Shane Falco. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't Johnny Utah? wasn't Johnny Utah. Although it could have been the same character. I think there are like fan theories that it's actually the same character. <laughs> he, like quits the FBI and then... Well, yeah. I'll just go back to football. Falco. And his I, number one is... Uh, he's with you, Scott. Mass Effect 2. Woo! Yeah, I do. Uh, I do love in. List. I do love in movies when they name quarterbacks. Like it's always Lance Harbor, <laughs> Shane Falco, Johnny Utah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move along to our old listener Clayton. Uh, he gives Ocean's Eleven a five, also, and it's a low five because Scott Conn and Casey Affleck are completely useless to the movie. I disagree. I- I argued yeah, I with him about this point the other day. <laughs> I, I explained that they did a lot in the movie. They did. Yeah. They probably did the most in the movie. Yeah, don't call me buddy, Fred. They're literally like hey, running around because they have so many different parts to play. Yeah. 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 The Zerga security guards, the MTs. They play the, the fake MTs. The balloon guy. It's a balloon boy. <laughs> yeah. 
much All as right. Al, friend. Number five is uh, his number five is Civil War. Team Cap versus Team Iron Man. Everybody gets it's pretty good. Picks a side and stuff. It's good. That's true. <laughs> oh, Clayton, you're my favorite fan right now for the gang from I'm gonna get you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Gets together for the big showdown and the tragic grenade accident. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> so good. <laughs> we might be talking about that movie soon. FYI. Anyways. Want one rib. Uh, is number three, the team-up. Homemade C4 montage from MacGruber, which I already talked about. Oh, there you go. Clayton, you're my man. Yeah, Clayton. Bad taste. <laughs> number two. Magic and Kareem and Kobe and Shaq. <laughs> what? What was this? Oh, the greatest NBA duos of all time. When did this happen? I don't know. This was the 80s. Or something? Yeah. Well, uh, I think it's just... Like it couldn't be MGA Jam because Kobe wasn't in that, was he? No, he was. Was he just talking about eight, uh, just basketball no, just, history in uh, general? Yeah, the greatest NBA duos What's... of all time. So Magic and Kareem and Kobe and Shaq. Okay. How about the 1990-92 Olympic Dream Team? There we go. Mm-hmm. That's that's what with there. Christian Jordan. <laughs> yeah, and it's no Shaq though, right? Uh, not a, not originally. No. Yeah. Because because of Christian Leitner, <laughs> literally yeah. because of Christian Leitner. <laughs> oh God. But Carl Malone, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Patrick Ewing. Everybody, Charles Barkley. Woof. All right, Space Jam. Yeah, or Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> and his number was his number one is the last boss fight in a movie called Future Cops, and he explains that this is a Chinese Street Fighter movie made without the rights to Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're curious, you can find the movie on YouTube, and the final showdown takes place at the one hour twenty four minute mark. All right. Yeah, right. Sweet. Get, get in under an hour and a half. That's what yeah. I would say. <laughs> Move on to uh, our, would we say this is our original fan, William Grimwood? Yeah. Why not? Sure. Uh, he's never he's never seen Ocean's Eleven? Dude. Grimwood, get on that. I agree. So you can't rate it. Uh, for the best team-ups... Number five is the Mega Powers. The two most powerful forces in all of professional wrestling come together. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. Hulkamania and Macho Madness. Yeah, it is. Who was who, who? Who were the... That wasn't like Hakeem the Dream and the other guy. No, he just said it. It's Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. It's oh, Hulk Hogan. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, also, he also mentions that yeah, Hulk and Macho Man, they would have stayed together if not for Hogan having lust in his eyes for Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> It's <laughs> true, and then and it's and on the main event. Savage accidentally hit Miss Elizabeth, Miss Elizabeth, and Hogan took her back to the backstage, and shit happened. Whoa. And I was really excited as a child because <laughs> that meant Hogan was gonna fight Savage in WrestleMania Five, and he's gonna win the belt back. Woo! Whoa, that was Rick. Oh, you went, yeah, you went, you went Nature Boy there. Jeez. <laughs> hey, his number four, and I really should have thought of this: The Simpsons, Homer at the Bat. Talk when, baseball. When uh, was Mr. Burns tells the Smithers to go get all these ringers for a softball team. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, uh, number three. Yeah. <laughs> number three, he also has Slapshot, 
the Charleston Chiefs. Charlestown, nice. Charlestown Chiefs. Yeah, I didn't. I thought a slap shot, but they really. But I guess the Hansons. Uh, yeah. Give it to you guys. Uh, number two, the Avengers. Also, nice. And his number one is the X Men and Giant Size X Men number one. Awesome, good pull. This is a book that revitalized the flailing title into one of Marvel's top franchises. Introduces Colossus, Storm, and Nightcrawler, and allowed a broad diversity of ethnic cultures into a super team unlike ever before. You are correct, my friend. Was this before or after Dazzler? <laughs> after. Way after Dazzler. Okay. I think I have my old copy kicking around somewhere, too. But yeah, that was an awesome book. I remember sure picking... Scott's not borrowing it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> And he has honorable mention, The Four Horsemen, Ric Flair, Tully Blanchard, Arn the Ole Anderson, and James <laughs> J. Dillon. Shit. <laughs> Spinebuster, Shades of Arn Anderson. <laughs> as as uh, JR would say during every WrestleMania. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't WWF. That was like NWA or I don't, whatever it was called back then. I don't remember what that. I don't know much about that era. They all eventually became WWF. It really doesn't matter. And last but not least, Old Joe. He gives Ocean's Eleven a song. Man, everybody's... I like this a six. Everybody's a five on this one. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I probably am. As, as with most things, Scott, or Alex, you're yeah. just a little bit different. <laughs> uh, his list of team-ups, his number five, is The Hobbit from the 1970, 1977 animated Jeez. Battle of Five Armies. Come on, man. Go, hey. Break the dishes, break the plates. That's what Bear Blue Baggins hates. <laughs> Number four, a little bit of a redemption. Follows along with the theme of uh, Fellowship of the Ring, the Rivendell scene. All right. Uh, Number three, Brody Hooper Quint, when they unite to hunt Bruce, the great white turd. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Number two. When Hulk Hogan was the third man and joined the NWO. Oh, man. <laughs> Came out with and the, the other two members. Uh, I have no freaking idea. Uh, Shawn Michaels? Nope. What? Nope. Oh, oh no. It was, uh, uh, it was Kevin Hall and Scott Nash. Yes. What are their other names? What are their... Diesel and <laughs> Razor Ramon. <laughs> there you go. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and is number one, Dylan, you son of a bitch. The handshake <laughs> that shook the 1980s. <laughs> you are right about that, sir. Slow's teaming up there. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention to Rick and Summer's ex gonna give it to you <laughs> montage. <laughs> Uniting the get back at the devil and Rick and Morty. That was pretty good. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, thanks, fans. This is the biggest, the biggest outcome yet. Keep it coming. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Awesome really list. appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's time for Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I know sports. Sports ball. Sports ball. This one goes a little bit uh, into entertainment because Dave Chappelle is busting out uh, his Floyd Mayweather uh, character, and he's he, he's doing it like the the P Diddy thing, where he's shutting down the studio, except he's coming out of retirement. It's pretty ridiculous. The sketch is pretty ridiculous, too, because he's going to fight some MMA guy. It's just weird. So, okay. so yeah, he's, he's going to fight Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
it is Ewan McGregor guest starring on the new Chappelle show, season one. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for Neon News. <laughs> you checked. Yeah. You checked. <laughs> Uh, Jeff pulled the ripcord now. <laughs> a little bit too late. Uh, <laughs> Tell us, Scott. Regale us with some news. All right. Uh, so uh, we'll start with a a couple of reviews. Uh, I I can't remember if I already talked about Doctor Strange. Uh, oh, the movie's cool. Yeah, it is cool. I in case I already talked about it, I'll just get this quick. Um, I, I dug it. Uh, it was very trippy. <laughs> kind of wish I'd seen it in the theaters. Uh, yeah. Maybe. No, you don't. Scott, you would have thrown up. I probably would have, <laughs> you know, yeah, you I'd probably been cross out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the end of the movie, but John uh, Reese Davies by the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was all right. Um, I thought Benedict, Cumberbatch was okay, uh, as doing his American accent, yeah, chewing on pencils. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, uh, shout out to a supporting actor, Floating Cape, in that movie. Yeah, Floating Cape was <laughs> awesome. did a really good job with the with the without spoiling thing with the explaining how he gets the cape. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was it was fun. Um, in the in the long and story tradition of these Marvel movies. Uh, some pretty weak villains. <laughs> uh, at least they never felt like there was that much danger going on with them, I guess. I don't know. Uh, what about Dormammu yeah. or Dormammu or whatever that guy's name was? Um, it was I mean, that part was kind of cool, but again, yeah, it's just kind of a shadowy creature. You know? yeah, I agree. It kind of keeps... It's difficult to get the stakes that high when it's not like a physical presence there. Um even though there was the other guy. Uh, but, um, so yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, some really good special effects, some visuals. Um, really good. Fun, uh, fun stinger. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I like that. Um, we're going to another Marvel property, Logan. Uh, did you guys manage to see this? Nope. Not yet. I'm going to see it this week. Okay. Uh, highly recommend it. Um, it is a good cap to the Wolverine trilogy. Uh, very. Wait, would you watch all three again, or just go back straight to this one? I I like the idea of Wolverine versus hordes of ninja, so or ninjai, if we're gonna go plural with that. Uh, so I'm 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 down with the second movie. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, the it's this one's very character driven though. Um, there's more serious bent to it, uh, and it's a hard R. So basically, all the things you think about that you wanted to see Wolverine do that he couldn't really do in the other two movies because they're PG-13, uh, they don't shy away from it in this one, and it's rad. <laughs> thank you, Deadpool. Yeah, thanks, Deadpool. Um, which actually ties into it. So I don't like to spoil anything, but uh, yeah, it's it's just awesome. <laughs> see limbs and stuff hacked off. Uh, and and if you ever wanted to see a movie where Patrick Stewart swears, uh, this is it. You know, if you want to see Professor X drop F-bombs, this is your movie. 
is now Professor F. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, recommend that. Um, and finally, uh, a movie that came out a little while ago, uh, The Latest Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, which was, eh, it was okay. Uh, it, was that where they steal the plans of the Death Star? Yes. There was, a, there was actually um, some, I don't know if there was litigation over it, but there, there was some problems with the, the naming. Uh, they might have actually gotten sued over it. I can't remember. But they did push it back. It was initially supposed to come out uh, the same Christmas as Star Wars, so they pushed it back in the middle of summer. Because uh, they share a word? No, 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 because they didn't want to go against Star Wars. No, but what's the litigation over? I think it was because of the rogue thing. Because of a word? Okay. Yeah, That's weird. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to look that up again. But Disney, at any rate, um, the... It, we we did the original Mission Impossible a million years ago on this podcast. Um, the the tone has definitely shifted, um, where toast. there's there's a lot more. Yeah, to- Damn it, toast, toast, <laughs> toast. I forgot about that. There's a lot more, uh, not slapstick, but they lean a lot more on the comic relief uh, this time around. Uh, the on Shaun of the Dead, yeah. The, the female lead in this, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, was actually really cool. Um, which is awkward because they he like his character is supposed to be married in the last two movies, it's like a central plot point, so it's kind of awkward. Uh, anyway, I yeah. don't know if I can recommend this one. If you like Mission Impossible, go for it. Um, if not, eh, probably okay. Uh, like Tom Cruise is getting up there. He's got the dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's still like in really good shape for someone his age, but eh. and a lot of a lot of the plot points revolve around just kind of luck, which is kind of silly. Stakes being as high as they are in these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but some cool That's... some cool stunts, um, a couple good fight scenes. Rogue. Yeah, I've seen it too. I liked it. I would. I mean, if you like the other Mission Impossible movies, I don't know why you wouldn't like this. Yeah, that's, that's what that, I'm saying. Like, if you like, if you like the last couple of Mission Impossibles, especially, you'd probably still. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would feel kind of dumb. Like <laughs> they all do. Well, this one's right. dumber to me, anyway. All right. I don't know. Yeah. It's got Alec Baldwin <laughs> in his full Alec Baldwinness. Is he doing his Trump impression? Not quite. Oh. Eric Baldwin. Global Warming Corporation. Yes, so just a few reviews. Um, Alex, do you have anything you wanted to toss out? Uh, nope. Speaking of Mass Effect, actually Mass Effect and Andromeda coming out this week? Uh, next week. Next week. I oh, can't wait. Looks awesome. Yeah, That's I, it. I shall be picking that up. Yes. Jeff? I shall not be picking that up. And nope, I finally saw um, Keanu Reeves Headshot Part Two. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, I, I got yeah. around to seeing the first one. So Bobby. cool. Nice, yeah. Uh, Scott, I know you already did a review on it. I liked it. I think the first one's better, but I still enjoyed it. And um, yeah, that's all I got. And now Charlize Theron's jumping on the John Wick bandwagon, eh? Yeah, that looks pretty good. I still haven't seen that trailer. Salt Part Two, uh, and then uh, right. and just real quick. Uh, so I broke down and 
purchased a Switch, uh, the new Nintendo console. Uh, the new Zelda is pretty pretty amazing uh, for anybody out there that is on the fence still. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> well, when they port it over to uh, either Xbox. emulators or Xbox, <laughs> then I'm going to be playing. So I don't think it's going to be on the Xbox anytime soon. <laughs> All right, uh, that wraps up this week. But before we leave, uh, we're going to pick our next topic, which is what, Scott? We will be talking about uh, what's probably my favorite kung fu movie of all time, Kung Fu Hustle. There it is. Love that movie. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. <laughs>